section three part one chapter one continued of the four horsemen of the apocalypse by vicente blasco ibanez this librivox recording is in the public domain but france complained the manufacturer is most unresponsive towards us for many years past our emperor has been holding out his hand with noble loyalty but she pretends not to see it that you must admit is not as it should be just here desnoyers believed that he ought to say something in order that the spokesman might not divine his more engrossing occupation perhaps you are not doing enough if uh, first of all you would return that which you took away from france stupefied silence followed this remark as if the alarm signal had sounded through the boat some of those who were about putting their cigars in their mouths remained with hands immovable within two inches of their lips their eyes almost popping out of their heads but the captain of the landsturm was there to formulate their mute protest return he said in a voice almost extinguished by the sudden swelling of his neck we have nothing to return for we have taken nothing that which we possess we acquire by our heroism the hidden knee with its agreeable friction made itself more insinuating as though counselling the youth to greater prudence do not say such things breathed bertha thus only the republicans corrupted by paris talk a youth so distinguished who has been in berlin and has relatives in germany but desnoyers felt a hereditary impulse of aggressiveness before each of her husband's statements enunciated in haughty tones and responded coldly it is as if i should take your watch and then propose that we should be friends forgetting the occurrence although you might forget the first thing for me to do would be to return the watch councillor erckmann wished to retort with so many things at once that he stuttered horribly leaping from one idea to the other to compare the reconquest of alsace to a robbery a german country the race the language the history but when did they announce their wish to be german asked the youth without losing his calmness when have you consulted their opinion the counsellor hesitated not knowing whether to argue with this insolent fellow or crush him with his scorn young man you do not know what you are talking about he finally blustered with withering contempt you are an argentinian and do not understand the affairs of europe and the others agreed suddenly repudiating the citizenship which they had attributed to him a little while before the counsellor with military rudeness brusquely turned his back upon him and taking up the pack distributed the cards the game was renewed desnoyers seeing himself isolated by the scornful silence felt greatly tempted to break up the playing by violence but the hidden knee continued counselling self-control and an invisible hand had sought his right pressing it sweetly that was enough to make him recover his serenity the counsellor's lady seemed to be absorbed in the progress of the game he also looked on a malignant smile contracting slightly the lines of his mouth as he was mentally ejaculating by way of consolation captain captain you little know what is awaiting you on terra firma he would never again have approached these men but life on a transatlantic liner with its inevitable promiscuousness 
obliges forgetfulness the following day the counsellor and his friends came in search of him flattering his sensibilities by erasing every irritating memory he was a distinguished youth belonging to a wealthy family and all of them had shops and business in his country the only thing was that he should be careful not to mention his french origin he was an argentinian and thereupon the entire chorus interested itself in the grandeur of his country and all the nations of south america where they had agencies or investments exaggerating its importance as though its petty republics were great powers commenting with gravity upon the deeds and words of its political leaders and giving him to understand that in germany there was no one who was not concerned about the future of south america predicting for all its divisions most glorious prosperity a reflex of the empire always provided of course that they kept under germanic influence in spite of these flatteries desnoyers was no longer presenting himself with his former assiduity at the hour of poker the counsellor's wife was retiring to her stateroom earlier than usual their approach to the equator inducing such an irresistible desire for sleep that she had to abandon her husband to his card-playing julio also had mysterious occupations which prevented his appearance on deck until after midnight with the precipitation of a man who desires to be seen in order to avoid suspicion he was accustomed to enter the smoking-room talking loudly as he seated himself near the husband and his boon companions the game had ended and an orgy of beer and fat cigars from hamburg was celebrating the success of the winners it was the hour of teutonic expansion of intimacy among men of heavy sluggish jokes of off-color stories the counsellor was presiding with much majesty over the diableries of his chums prudent businessmen from the hanseatic ports who had big accounts in the deutsche bank or were shopkeepers installed in the republic of the la plata with an innumerable family he was a warrior a captain and on applauding every heavy jest with a laugh that distended his fat neck he fancied that he was among his comrades-at-arms in honor of the south americans who tired of pacing the deck had dropped in to hear what the gringos were saying they were turning into spanish the witticisms and licentious anecdotes awakened in the memory by a superabundance of beer julio was marvelling at the ready laugh of all these men while the foreigners were remaining unmoved they would break forth into loud hoarse laughs throwing themselves back in their seats and when the german audience was growing cold the story-teller would resort to an infallible expedient to remedy his lack of success they told this yarn to the kaiser and when the kaiser heard it he laughed heartily it was not necessary to say more they all laughed then ha 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 with a spontaneous roar but a short one a laugh in three blows since to prolong it might be interpreted as a lack of respect to his majesty as they neared europe a batch of news came to meet the boat the employees in the wireless telegraphy office were working incessantly one night 
on entering the smoking-room desnoyers saw the german notables gesticulating with animated countenances they were no longer drinking beer they had had bottles of champagne uncorked and the councillor's lady much impressed had not retired to her stateroom captain erckmann spying the young argentinian offered him a glass it is war he shouted with enthusiasm war at last the hour has come desnoyers made a gesture of astonishment war what war like all the others he had read on the news bulletin outside a radiogram stating that the austrian government had just sent an ultimatum to serbia but it made not the slightest impression on him for he was not at all interested in the balkan affairs those were but the quarrels of a miserable little nation monopolizing the attention of the world distracting it from more worthwhile matters how could this event concern the martial counsellor the two nations would soon come to an understanding diplomacy sometimes amounted to something no insisted the german ferociously it is war blessed war russia will sustain serbia and we will support our ally what will france do do you know what france will do julio shrugged his shoulders testily as though asking to be left out of all international discussions it is war asserted the counsellor the preventive war that we need russia is growing too fast and is preparing to fight us four years more of peace and she will have finished her strategic railroads and her military power united to that of her allies will be worth as much as ours it is better to strike a powerful blow now it is necessary to take advantage of this opportunity war preventive war all his clan were listening in silence some did not appear to feel the contagion of his enthusiasm war in imagination they saw their businesses paralyzed their agencies bankrupt the banks cutting down credit a catastrophe more frightful to them than the slaughters of battle but they applauded with nods and grunts all of erckmann's ferocious demonstrations he was a herr rat and an officer besides he must be in the secrets of the destiny of his country and that was enough to make them drink silently to the success of the war julio thought that the counsellor and his admirers must be drunk look here captain he said in a conciliatory tone what you say lacks logic how could war possibly be acceptable to industrial germany every moment its business is increasing every month it conquers a new market and every year its commercial balance soars upward in unheard-of proportions sixty years ago it had to man its boats with berlin hack drivers arrested by the police now its commercial fleets and war vessels cross all oceans and there is no port where the german merchant marine does not occupy the greatest part of the docks it would only be necessary to continue living in this way to put yourselves beyond the exigencies of war twenty years more of peace and the germans would be lords of the world's commerce conquering england the former mistress of the seas in a bloodless struggle and are they going to risk all this like a gambler who stakes his entire fortune on a single card in a struggle that might result unfavorably no war insisted the counsellor furiously preventive war we live surrounded by our enemies and this state of things cannot go on it is best to end it all at once 
either they or we germany feels herself strong enough to challenge the world we've got to put an end to this russian menace and if france doesn't keep herself quiet so much the worse for her and if anyone else anyone dares to come in against us so much the worse for him when i set up a new machine in my shops it is to make it produce unceasingly we possess the finest army in the world and it is necessary to give it exercise that it may not rust out he then continued with heavy emphasis they have put a band of iron around us in order to throttle us but germany has a strong chest and has only to expand in order to burst its bands we must awake before they manacle us in our sleep woe to those who then oppose us desnoyers felt obliged to reply to this arrogance he had never seen the iron circle of which the germans were complaining the nations were merely unwilling to continue living unsuspecting and inactive before boundless german ambition they were simply preparing to defend themselves against an almost certain attack they wished to maintain their dignity repeatedly violated under most absurd pretexts i wonder if it is not the others he concluded who are obliged to defend themselves because you represent a menace to the world an invisible hand sought his under the table as it had some nights before to recommend prudence but now he clasped it forcibly with the authority of a right acquired oh sir sighed the sweet berta to talk like that a youth so distinguished who has she was not able to finish for her husband interrupted they were no longer in american waters and the counsellor expressed himself with the rudeness of a master of his house End of section 3. Recording by Tony Oliva, Albuquerque, New Mexico.